Hello, welcome back to Talk Female Friday with me, Lucy Grimwade. So Talk Female Friday is a podcast that is focused on empowering women who want more from their work worlds. So if you are new here and you haven't previously listened to Speak Female, that's what it was previously called, um, and you're new to Talk Female, I have Rachel Fortella on, so she's already been a guest before, but Rachel is joining me again on the revamped, improved, new, fantastic, can I call it fantastic? It's too late. I've done that now. Um, Talk Female Friday. So, Rachel, let me hand over to you. Let's hear about who you are, what you're doing, where you're going. Hi, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast again. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. I love any opportunity to talk with you. Uh, We always have such great conversations. Um, So, um, thank you for the intro. My name is Rachel Forcella. I am a website designer and copywriter and my business is called Forcella Online and I have spent the last seven years working with female entrepreneurs helping them get their businesses um, out online basically getting out into the world sharing their message growing their businesses making money because you know as women, that's something we really need to do and we need to own. And that has been my purpose for the last seven years. And um, well, before that, I've got experience working um, in corporate finance, have my own business. So I bring all those um, different kind of strands of experience into working with my clients. And I have a real kind of coaching approach. So I don't just kind of say, what do you want to say? Right, I'll go and write that. I kind of pull your words out of you, your message out of you, and then we we um, reconfigure that into an absolutely beautiful selling website for you to go and um, attract all those ideal clients. Oh, I love that. What a fantastic intro. And I love that you just mentioned there about money as well, because that is something that I would like to try and do. So if you're listening now and you know that there's a guest that I could interview, please send me an email, lucy at lucygrimwades.com. Um, around about money, kind of investing, let me know because I'd be very keen to interview someone on that because I'm obsessed with, you know, women earning their own money, etc. as well as Rachel. So before we started recording, Rachel and I was having a little bit of a pre-chat, a bit like what I do with all my guests before we start, around what we're going to talk about. And something that Rachel was talking to me about, Rachel, you might want to jump in here in case I'm not saying it right, was around the stuff that you do when you work with your clients. It's not about who your client is now, it's about who they want to be in three years, right? Absolutely. So... There is no point in creating anything for your business um, based on where you are now. Mm-hmm. You know, that is, not what, that is not my starting point. My starting point for working with my clients is where do you want to be in three years' time? And by envisaging that, by, by kind of looking towards that kind of dream casting, however you want to say it, you know, by creating that future for yourself – by imagining where you want to be in three years time and then creating that now you immediately kind of shorten that timeline to get there it makes it more likely to happen you're basically future proofing yourself your business uh, you know in terms of an investment if we're talking purely business terms here you know it is not a good investment to create a website for your business as you are today because I'm guessing if you want a website, um, you know, you you want to grow your business. So you have to create something that you can grow into 
And mm. if you've got, it's like, it's like a plant or a goldfish, the bigger the container, the more you can grow, the more you can bloom, blossom. You know, a, a goldfish will grow to the size of its container. You put a goldfish in a tiny little bowl, you'll get a tiny little goldfish. You put a goldfish in a pond, you get a massive goldfish. Same with your plants, mm. you know. You you don't want to get your roots kind of bound and um, you don't want to suffocate yourself. So you have to have that vision to work towards if you want something greater than um, you have now or greater than where you are now yeah that's such a great um that's kind of as you were saying that my my mind was going towards actually if you kind of stay stuck where you are now and not think bigger and not kind of like you just use the term future proof yourself or like dream dreamcast I love that by the way um thinking about that then actually how can you move it reminded me a little bit of that around you know dress for the job that you want to be so you might not be in that role right now you might not be running that business right now but kind of start showing up as that person of who you want to be so I think it's great that we're saying that but do you know what I'd like to do is quite like to unpick ways that we can kind of give the listeners kind of tips or whatever around how they can get into that that space so it's not about who you are now it's about who you're going to be but then how do you how do you what would you recommend as your first step then to kind of think about your future you so I have two tools that I use and I love and have made a massive difference to me the first one is journaling so I I suggest this is where you start I if anybody ever talks to me about anything I'm like you need to journal it whether it's content (laughs) creation whether it's your, your uh, you know, with your business creation, your life creation, get that journal out, start, in, start writing things down. Now, writing works, works for me, doesn't work for everybody. Everybody has their different processes. But getting your thoughts out, you know, actually kind of daring to dream, you know, what, um, you know, I've got my, uh, the first page of my journals um, is entitled um, 2030. And I wrote what my life was going to be in 2030. Uh, and this was back in 2020. 20s obviously you know you cannot plan for everything um so um you by allowing yourself to think okay what do I want you know and and that is hard I know and I do struggle with getting the specifics because you you always kind of get brought back to where you are and I was oh how is that going to be possible and but you kind of need to let that go and if you can't think of the specifics well then then that's when you need to kind of go into the feeling how do I want to feel now you know over the last couple of years I've really realized that for me um safety security financial uh, financial security that is what's important to me and actually when I was kind of um you know a few years ago you know do my vision board and putting pictures of big houses on this that and the other what that boils down to is feeling safe in my home financially secure and that is what's important so if you can if you're struggling to kind of see what it is that you want in your future think about how you want to feel what what what, it's not about values it's that what what makes you feel whole what makes you feel you know good in yourself so um again journal on those points and when journal journaling is not complicated it is literally the act of taking a pen and a piece of paper and putting your thoughts down (laughs) there are no rules there is no you know you just go and you know uh, 
you can feel quite self-conscious at first, but if you can work through that, you will start writing stuff that you didn't even know was inside you. And it takes a while to get to that point, but you know, you just pick that pen and pad up five, 10 minutes every day, eventually you'll lose that self-consciousness and it'll start flowing. So once you've journaled, once you kind of get in that idea of how you want things to look and feel, that's when I get on Pinterest. I am obsessed with Pinterest. You and I share loads of Pinterest boards, Lucy. Um, World domination. Um, That is the name of our shared Pinterest board. It is world domination. (laughs) You know, and and again, you know, this is just allow yourself to go nuts. You know, there's no reality. You know, apart from what you create for yourself. So you know. Um, I recently started one and it's called New Mood and basically I saw a picture of a kitchen and I'm like oh and then I'm like all these ideas came to you know oh the the woman who owns that kitchen you know what does her garden look like where do those French doors go to what is she wearing walking around that kitchen and just feeling that it elevated me and I'm like okay so all of a sudden you get that clarity about who you want to be where you want to go and you know using the tools like journaling and the pinterest the visual you you've got two different you activate in two different areas of your brain there you can start to create that reality for yourself because if you don't know where you're going you're not going to go anywhere mm, yeah I, and it's as i was listening to you talk about that the journaling i actually struggle with so um a friend of mine recommended to me recently, she's like, why don't you start journaling? And Rachel, Rachel's been <laughs> recommending journaling to me for the last kind of four years. And I, and I do start, but then my, uh, my friend said to me, well, why don't you just start by like writing like a couple of like a sentence or a word? Or so she, she said to me that she was writing today, it's raining, full stop, close the book. That was it. And then the uh, next day she came back. Oh, sorry, Rachel, go on. No, I'm going to say that is how you, you know, um, sorry, I'm kind of jumping on your friend's uh, tips there, but absolutely. Um, So I work with um, a lot of women to create content and website copy and and business copy. And writer's block is real. And especially if it's not, so, you know, like you say, if writing doesn't feel good or natural to you. And for a lot of people, it doesn't because there's a lot of kind of, um connection to school and writing at school and if you didn't enjoy school if you didn't have a good experience of writing in school that's going to you know that's going to be a block that's going to be very effective to stopping you creating and writing and journaling now so um it sounds ridiculous but if you don't know what to write start by writing your name and that the actual physical act of putting pen to paper to write anything starts to unlock in your brain it's that physical brain connection and you will like as your friends say you say it's raining or hi I'm Rachel I feel tired today I feel this today and then just leave it it's the it's repetition it's getting your body used to it kind of like um energetically I know that sounds you know I'm not going woo woo that it is it's just allowing yourself to feel okay this is safe to write 
Yeah, I I agree. Um, and I, I think it's such a great tip to kind of do that. And I have started doing that, just so I not have started to do that. But I also like what you said around Pinterest. Yes, I am obsessed with Pinterest. I'm obsessed with cutting things out of magazines and creating vision boards. But I also know that isn't for everyone. And I wanted to add a few more kind of tips onto it, so where to start. I was also thinking about going for a walk. So whether it's rain or shine, and I don't know, Rachel, about you, but if I'm feeling a bit stuck or I don't really know which direction I want to go in or what I want to do or what I want to write or say or and exactly like that, my head's going, my head's spinning, I go for a walk and I have a little kind of walk around the block and then I come back and I'm like, right, that's what I'm trying to do. Or just stop doing that thing because I think sometimes as well what we do is we put so much pressure on ourselves to go, we must write this copy or content, we must do this report we must lead this team meeting or whatever it is you can shift and change these things and move things around what do you think to that around kind of taking a break going for a walk absolutely it's about having that kind of um if that interrupt so um having a what it depends um you know kind of um where you are and what resources you have available to you having a you know going for a walk is brilliant that is really good for me if it's raining i'm not going outside <laughs> but if it's sunny i'm going to go out and you know that actually energy you know begets energy and you know and the thought processes it relaxes you takes you out of your environment so i think getting out of the environment is very important um and mm. you can also do that um you know by going and having a nap you might just need a nap you might need to shut your brain down in order to allow it to power back up again um shower now you know probably if you you know if you're working full-time you know you've already had a shower in your morning whatever but you know actually and I mean I'm a big fan of a bath but I'm really talking about having a shower here, not having a bath. Go like it's that energy, you know. You don't get the energy. You know, I love a bath, but you don't get the the kind of the flow of energy, the cleanse that you do when you get a shower. Or go and make yourself a cup of tea, or go and get a big glass of water, or just wander around the garden. It's or stare out of a different window. It's that pattern interrupt and that kind of yeah. resets your brain and, and gets it kind of clicking again or go I don't know empty the dishwasher go and clean the bathroom (laughs) yeah and I also as you were saying that 100% agree with you with all the things that you just said there but um I wrote a couple of notes down around what we were talking about because it's about kind of who you are now who you're going to go and be and something that I'm hearing a lot at the moment is people are saying well I just don't know I feel a bit lost I feel a bit stuck and I get that and you know I think I've probably always um I've also been in that one always I've sometimes have been in those situations where I've gone well I know I don't want to be here but where do I want to go to next and Mm. I think some of the stuff that you do whether it is journaling going for a walk having conversations listening to podcasts like this one it's about finding as well not about finding what you want to do but also finding what you also don't want to do and actually there's some power behind that because when you know what you don't want you're moving so much closer to figuring out what you do want and I think it can make that switch in your brain to realize that being in a situation that you don't want to be in is an opportunity Mm. so you know actually use it for your own good you know obviously nobody wants to be where they don't want to be but if then you can say okay so I'm going to use this for me 
I know I don't want to be here. So that's one thing off the list that I don't want. So, you know, that that frees you up to think what you do want. And again, you know, you can easily, you know, if you if you're somewhere, if you can identify something you don't want, it is then easy to identify maybe what the opposite or alternative to that is. Or and also I think that we you know we we talked about this before we came um online it's that evolution you know just you you might be somewhere today that you don't want to be but you actually might have wanted this might have been your goal like three years ago and you're here now and you're like, oh, I don't want to be here um even you know sometimes we plan things and we still don't want them you know just because you're in a place that you don't want to be doesn't mean that you didn't plan to be there um and you can we evolve we change you know we all I think part of the problem of feeling stuck and not knowing where to go is that we feel that if we make a decision about where we're going to go we're going to be stuck there Mm. but if we kind of think you know it's just you know it's a a never-ending journey basically we're Mm. not you know you move to the next place and that's not going to be your final destination so if it's not quite perfect it doesn't really matter because you can tweak you can evolve you can move on go and do something else yeah and I do think that we put you know especially as women I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get things right we should be here we should 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 there's always this kind of should be and and also your you're constantly, I'm kind of repeating some of your words here, Rachel, but you are constantly changing, growing, evolving. And you're right, where you are now is where you weren't yesterday or the day before or last year. And actually you've grown and progressed since then. And you're constantly going to grow and progress and shift and change. You know, you might launch a business. And Rachel, you've probably seen it with some of the clients that you've worked with. They've launched a business and then actually they've, they've kind of gone, actually, that isn't how I want my business to look now. And they've changed it. Or... I know people who have gone into different roles have gone oh I'm going to go and do this role now and have stepped into the role and been like whoa no this is not for me so it's and again we put so much pressure on ourselves so I think my message I'm trying to say here is if you're that person that I do it too and I'm, I'm sure Rachel would kind of say that she does it too we put this enormous sense of pressure on ourselves to be doing something in a certain way in a certain time frame we're actually just gonna let it be and go with the flow and you're on a journey, like Rachel said, where you are now, you probably won't be there tomorrow or the next day or in three years. don't know what you think to that. Absolutely. I mean, you don't have to stay anywhere. So, you know, we'll say you're, not, you, you're not a tree, you don't have roots. You, you can go wherever you want. And I think that people, especially women, forget that we have options and choices and that actually we are not obliged to do anything we 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 have so many more choices than we realize and everything that we create in our life and everything we do is a choice you know I mean Mm. there's certain things obviously that happen to us to loved ones that are not a choice I'm not saying that you know you bring everything on yourself that is not what I'm saying but in terms of circumstances in terms of how you live your life there are always always options and changes that can be made I mean you and I obviously we know neither of us have children which makes our options maybe wider we have more options we we have more um opportunity to change and tweak and, and move on in our lives but 
again, you know, that 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 is something we've built into our lives, and mm-hmm. you know, we can we can move on. We we can change things that we don't like with relatively with relative ease. And I think if you always remember that we, you know, if you have that mindset of, okay, this isn't working for me and I'm not prepared to accept it, how can I change it? And then not expect, you know, kind of not expecting it to change overnight, be prepared to wait and work towards things changing, being better, um, then, you know, you're going to be in a good place and you're always going to be moving and evolving in a positive way. Mm. Yeah, I really, really agree with you. I also was just kind of thinking, reflecting that you and I are coming from a place of where we have had moments, kind of even this year, where it's been quite up and down with things that we've gone through. And we're now coming from a place of kind of more positivity and, you know, this is what you can do. Absolutely. And I do appreciate that some people are probably listening to this now going, well, do you know what? I just literally, I just don't know. And I feel stuck. And I want to just kind of explore some of that a little bit with you, Rachel, if that's okay, just around feeling that feeling a bit stuck and, and kind of things that are holding you back. And the first thing that's kind of come up for me, in my mind around it is when I'm coaching clients and clients say to me, I don't know, my response is always going, okay, well, what do you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, or I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, keeps coming up. Or even if I say, what do you know? And the still I don't know comes up. And where is that blockage coming from? Where are you feeling it? Is it coming from your heart or your gut? Because that can sometimes tell you where you're feeling. Because it might even just be coming from a headache. And it might be because you're staring at a screen all day, too busy. What's your views? My views on I don't know is that you do know, you're just not prepared to make the decision. Oh, yes, Rachel. I'm loving this sass. That's harsh. <laughs> oh, I love it. I felt, I kind of felt like oh, she's so right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you do know, so, but the decision about what you want to do feels too hard for you to make. There, there's either that emotional block around, you know. I can't do this because of what people think, this, that, and the other, or there's too much work involved, or it doesn't feel possible for me. I'm not saying that all those things aren't there, how, but I do believe that you know. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what to come back with with that, because Rachel and I have had conversations where I've been like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, and she has said very similar things to me, like, well, you do know, it's just something's blocking and you're not, <laughs> you're not admitting to what it is, and I think that is the hardest, and and then that, now I'm thinking of how that links back into what you were talking about journaling, and actually sometimes people don't want to say things out loud around, you know, I'm worried about money, or I'm worried around what people think, or I'm worried around um, what my boss would say if I started a business or something like that I think that's when you should go back to that kind of pen and paper and write something and, and write your feelings out and again that's very rich coming from me because I am terrible at journaling absolutely terrible however just side note I do kind of get around it by having like a few trusted people who I would speak to and sometimes I find texting which is kind of a little bit like 
journaling I guess but sometimes I would text a friend and be like this is what's going on in my mind blah, 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 blah. and then I feel like I'm having a text conversation at least it's out there then as well yeah and I think you know uh, you'll do that with me you'll leave me a voice note you'll leave me um a text and you'll say no need to reply mm. I'm just getting it out and actually like you said that's exactly what it is so writing's not the thing for you leave yourself voice notes like pretend you're leaving a friend you know if you don't actually want to leave a friend a voice note Get your, your memo thing out on your phone, you know, the voice memo thing on your phone and just record yourself talking. You don't ever have to listen to it again. You can delete it without listening to it. But just getting those thoughts out and, you know, as you get stuff out of your head, whether that's through writing, through talking, your brain will rearrange itself and you'll start seeing, you'll get that clarity. Clarity cannot happen without action. You know, if you say you don't know, just sitting there and not knowing something and go, I don't know, well, nothing's going to happen. But if you go, I don't know, but how about this? What if this? Why that? You know, what's behind this? What do I want? How would I do that? How would things look? If you start asking yourself those mm-hmm. questions, whether you're doing it in writing or talking or even just thinking it through, I kind of journal think sometimes. You know, I'm not writing it down. I'm not speaking it out loud. But I'm going through it in my mind, like when I'm having a shower, when I'm going through a wall, when I'm brushing my teeth. And that, you know, you're, it's, it goes back to what we were saying before, is energy and movement and allowing things to to settle into place and to fall into place and to you know all the all the nonsense to kind of fall to the side so you can see what's there and see what it is that you want see how you're feeling you may identify why you think a certain way Hmm. so Rachel when you figured out kind of where you want to be in your three years time and you've done your journaling and you've got your vision board and you been writing your notes down because just again another side note every time I have a shower I come out with another idea and I'm just like why is this happening to me always happens to me and sometimes I'm like in the shower being like I really just need to take a pen and paper with me because I get out of the shower and I'm like don't talk to me I've got these ideas (laughs) um so when when you've gone through that whole process and you kind of are where you are but you know where you need to be in your kind of your three years what's the next step you I mean, what what I like to do then is um, this is something really similar I do to um, with my with my copywriting clients. So when I work with my copywriting clients, we do a brand thesaurus, and basically that is a brain dump of all the words that you will use in your business copy and the words that you won't use in your business copy. And I think doing that um, in your you know your own brand source for yourself is very powerful so you know who is this woman that you want to be you know is she elegant is she sexy is she um both is she ladylike feminine edgy who is she you know give yourself some words to walk you know to kind of embody you know does does she do does she swear does she wear ripped jeans or does she not does she you know does she wear i don't know lacy gloves who would wear lacy gloves these days no no judgment (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah all these start really kind of figuring out you know create your brand the source create the brand for yourself of who you want to be and you know and then it is about embodying that it's about remembering your dream 
And, and I think this is where a lot of us go wrong. We have all these ideas about what we want to do and then we get sucked into the everyday. And then three, four weeks later, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, you come across that Pinterest board. Oh, 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 that didn't happen. And then, you know, then you're stuck in where you don't want to be again. But it's it's remembering it every day. So, you know, we talked about vision boards. You can physically create a vision board or, you know, have it on the on the home screen of your phone or your um, computer so you see it and you remember it and you were reminded of it every day. Um you can, you know, actually start writing down the actions that you need to take in order to create what it is that you want to create. So, for example, you know, um, well, give yourself goals for starters. And it is scientifically proven that if you write down your goals, you're about 50% more likely to achieve them. Um, it might even be more than that. There was a whole Harvard study <laughs> done. Write down your goal. And again, this, you know, I'm a big notebook fan. I've got my notebook, I've got them in front of me and my daily to-dos and, you know, really breaking it down. What do I want to do in my life today? What do I want to do in my business today? And what, ask yourself that question every morning. What can I do today to get me one step further? Now, some days it might just be, you know, all you can do is, I don't know, like put something on Instagram for your business or, you know, um, if it's your, your home life, whatever, it might just be, you know, emptying the fridge or the, these little things. Um, but if you're somebody, you know, if you're a woman or you want to be that woman who has like the beautiful home, well, actually then kind of having a clean fridge it's going to take you one step closer to that, isn't it? You know, what can you mm. do each day to to build the life that you want? And like, like I say, some days it's going to be tiny, tiny steps. Some days you're going to be making, you know, you're going to be ringing, I don't know, the, the builder and organising to get your kitchen wall taken down. Um, but if you can, t- it, it's, the, it's a compound effect of all the tiny, tiny, tiny actions and you know they build on each other and then all of a sudden you look back six months and you see how far you've gone three years later and you're like I don't recognize you know how wow that's how I got from here to here even though in the day you know in when you're in it and that day to day Mm. nothing feels like it's changing but it will eventually and that's why every single day you've got to make sure that you do something for you that reminds you of your dream so whether that's your vision board your um you know a commitment to writing down your goals every morning or whatever it is that works for you because I'm a big you know believer in you know don't do what I'm telling you to do don't go and journal just because I'm saying go and journal or do a Pinterest board. If that works for you brilliantly, then go and do that. But if it doesn't, take that and think, okay, so Rachel journals, she says it works. I think that's going to work for me. And don't just abandon it at that point. Kind of go, well, what could work for me? Yeah. And then think about something that's going to work for you because it's only you only going to keep doing it if it works for you and then keep doing it every day. I just wanted to um, pick up on what you said there around those kind of small steps. Like, again, it is proven across everything from um, like habits to project management to changing your life. Small steps 
makes such a big difference. If you do a big bang approach, so if, um, for example, you're a smoker and then suddenly you went cold to turkey, within less than like a day, you'll probably pick up a cigarette again because you're, you're, you know, the big bang approach just just does not work. But if you do small steps, so, you know, you reduce the amount of um, cigarettes you smoke, or if you say if you're going for a walk, and I'm using very kind of like normal um, kind of examples here, but you can apply it to what we're talking about, you know, going like cleaning the fridge or going for a walk, you know, you want to be able to walk for 30 minutes a day, but go and walk around the block for five minutes and then do it for 10 minutes and then do it for 15 and build up. So small kind of, um, inc- inc- I can't use the word, word that word that I'm trying to use. Thank you so much. I won't try and say it again because, you know, my teeth aren't in properly. Um, but those small steps make such a big difference. And again, it is proven across all kind of studies I've ever come across and I'm sure people that are listening now I'm sure you're kind of like oh yeah I have read that before um big bang approaches don't work so doing those small steps really do really does kind of make a difference and then I was just thinking as well around what you're saying about kind of next steps like once you've kind of figured out where you're going who you're doing then you said about the small steps kind of building towards it I think it links into building into that kind of self-actualization understanding yourself so something that I do with my own clients when we're working on personal branding for example is understanding values and what your needs are so having a look at what your values are now and how do they link in the future understanding what your needs are now and what are your needs going to be in the three years time and then building that out into a bit of a mission statement and a vision statement and then that might be your your kind of vision and your mission statement is might be your three year three year version of you get that printed out, stick that up on a wall, stick it on your fridge, stick it everywhere on your wardrobe, on your mirror, and then you're repeating it to yourself every day. I think that's the my kind of little bits I'll add on to, onto yours there, Rachel. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds brilliant. So I feel like we've covered loads in half an hour, by the way. <laughs> we have covered so much. Is there anything else that you think that, we could share with the audience around building out that kind of future proofing yourself um future proofing like i said you've got to have a vision if you don't know where you're going you're not going to go anywhere you or, or you or you're going to go somewhere you don't want to be and you know this isn't a faking it till you make it kind of thing it's being it until you are it if that yeah. i know being i the same um you know adjective the no um it's <laughs> i've only got an english degree that's all uh <laughs> you, you know it's you've, you've got to kind of internalize you've got to go but you know what i'm gonna be uh, and it's like feeling it inside kind mm. of you know and like i say you know my uh, we were talking you were talking about values and 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 everything and, and what you want and what you need and like for me is to feel safe to feel secure and it's internalizing that feeling okay what does that feel like how can I create that for myself and then allow myself to feel that and then that will let you stuff around you that isn't working for you so much and you're like I think when you know yourself you know what you do and don't want in your life 
and that might be people it might be things it might be a job this it could be anything but the more you trust yourself trust your intuition trust how you're feeling and know that you know you need to have your own back mm-hmm. in and I don't mean that in a, a kind of antagonistic way it's like you need to you know you need to show up for yourself because you know ultimately everybody else's you know kind of purpose is to show up for them it's not to show up for you you need to look after yourself and how you feel and if you start doing that it'll become a lot clearer what you do and don't need in your life yeah Rachel I was going to end just now after you uh, after kind of what you were going to say then I was going to kind of bring us to a close but I just wanted to quickly pick up on something that you just said I'm so pleased that you kind of said it's not about fake fake it to them fake it until you make it because you are it and it's about that believing in yourself empowering yourself and doing all the things that we've talked about to kind of build um towards kind of whatever that it is um I personally hate the saying fake it till you make it because sometimes you can't fake certain things if you've got to work on yourself you've got to work on who you are because at the end of the day if you fake something you're going to get found out anyway absolutely I think it's about it's not about faking it it's about allowing yourself to be it you know I had this massive shift a couple of years ago when I was working with a life coach and I realized that I I wasn't you know I'd all my life I was trying to be this other person and I thought I had to kind of um work towards being her and actually what I needed to do I was already her I needed to release and get rid of the person who was stopping me being her mm. and it was, you know it was kind of I was in this like I don't know if this is politically correct I was like in a straight jacket and I need to get out rather than needed to go and be someone else mm. does that make sense it makes so much sense and I think if any the lesson that I want people to take from listening to this is around kind of still figuring out who you are because you're right of what you're saying there's been moments again in my life and I'm sure listeners also feel the same that where you know I used to say I was um a masculine person I used to say that all the time because I worked in a male-dominated area. I thought I had to be this, and I was faking whatever it was, this kind of thing. I was, you know, lowered my voice as well because I had quite a high-pitched voice. Ah, she said it's a high-pitched voice. <laughs> like I do. Like I'm very feminine. I like pinks. I like reds, hence the kind of branding for the, for the podcast. And it, and exactly, I felt, I felt trapped I felt trapped in my own body I felt like I didn't have a sense of identity a sense of self and I wasn't I wasn't showing up for myself again something that you've just said show up for yourself I wasn't showing up for myself I was showing up so that I'd get a promotion um if I behaved in this masculine way I'd get this promotion I'll do this and I'll do that and you know what the funny thing is and I say say it and it's not really funny it's just I guess the saying is as soon as I started to behave as me and I understood who I was and what I was doing and a bit similar to what you were saying there Rachel letting things go letting go of comparisonitis letting go of feeling like you have to be a certain way I actually started to earn more money and 
um, get those promotions and get asked to go and do speaking gigs. And I launched a business and I launched a podcast. And now I'm all these things, which I was trying to do when I was trying to be someone else. But then when I was myself, you just push yourself and propel yourself forwards. That's because authenticity, and I know that's so overused these days, but being your authentic self is actually very powerful. It's very magnetic. Mm. And, you know, we are wired as humans, like biologically, kind of prehistorically, to identify things that are fake and real and bad, you know, unreal and bad for us. So if you're pretending to, you know, if there's a person in front of you pretending to be someone that they're not, on some level, like biologically you are picking up on that and you're going to have a distrust of them and you know so if you don't trust someone you're not going to give them the promotion even if on paper they're doing all the right things you're like there's something not right about you know we all have these feelings and again like I say you need to trust yourself trust your intuition so if all of a sudden there you know you say you stop being yourself that you know people trust you more People resonate with you more, can relate to you more, even if they don't know why, mm. even if you're not being who you're supposed to be. Because, you know, all right, oh, she's not this masculine guy who we normally promote, but do you know what? She's got something about her. That something about her is you. It's just you being you. Yeah. Oh, honestly, Rachel, I, I literally love speaking to you. And I've been trying to keep these episodes like half an hour long. I should have known that we would not just do half an hour. Um, I think there's so much there that we've we've talked about. And I think hopefully the listeners have lots of things to kind of take away. But before we do bring the podcast to a close today, um, I'd love to kind of just hear a little bit more you know about what you're doing with your business going forwards um how people can work with you um yeah just kind of hand over to you just to kind of let's promote your business that's what I'd like you for you to do please promote yourself and your business so as I mentioned earlier on my business is called Fortella Online I create stylish modern contemporary websites um for small businesses solo ent- um, solo entrepreneurs um and I you can either just get your website from me or I can also write your website copy for you. That is beautifully crafted website copy that speaks to your ideal um, audience, your ideal client, and really kind of embodies who you are and what it is that you want to say. Uh, and as I mentioned before, I do that. I go through like a coaching process to get that out of you. And, you know, I'm not saying there's no work for you involved um, because I will be kind of delving deep into into your mind. But um, if you work with me, like I said, I will write your website copy. I will create a website for you uh, that will kind of elevate your brand, your business and really help you um you know to stand out online and attract your ideal clients and i am now taking clients for october 2022 um and obviously if you're listening to this after october 2022 please visit my website for cella that's f-o-r-c-e-l-l-a for cella online.com and um you can find out what my next availability is 
Fantastic. Thank you, Rachel. And I will be putting all of your information into the show notes anyway. And what I will quickly add as well is that Rachel is a fantastic storyteller. So she has helped me. I've worked with her as well on some of my own um, kind of more content than copy. And she's really helped me kind of talk about my brand story and kind of presenting um, myself out there and help me better myself with storytelling as well. So I can also, you know, testimonial right there (laughs) um and Rachel thank you so much like I say all of your information will be in the show notes and I just want to quickly say thank you to you the listener today for for tuning in if you are new here please go and hit the subscribe button I would also love for you to leave a review um so you can either give me five stars which would be great (laughs) and um write a a review as well because that really helps with the kind of ratings and rankings etc with the podcast and if you are listening and you would like to be a guest yourself and you think that you could talk to me around anything to do with kind of empowering females in their work worlds please do send me an email so it's lucy at lucygrimwade.com that will also be in the show notes so until then until next week i will talk to you soon and make sure that you continue to talk female this friday see you soon